This is Lily Singh, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Shabel. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Shabel. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is comedian, former talk show host, and YouTuber Lily Singh. Lily has amassed 40 million followers on social media, founded her own production company called Unicorn Island Productions, and had her own NBC late night talk show for two years. We talk about how she got established on YouTube, her personal struggles, and new book, Be a Triangle, during this podcast episode. Lily, welcome to Five Questions. Thanks for having me. Why was it important for you to use the name Superwoman instead of your own when you first established yourself on YouTube? It wasn't important to me. I just didn't know any better, to be honest. I My MSN messenger name back in the day was Superwoman. It was based off one of my favorite hip hop songs by Lil Mo featuring Fabulous. And so it made me feel really cool as a young girl. And you know, I, I would kind of deal with a lot of conflict in my life by being like, but I'm a Superwoman and I can do this. So when I started my YouTube channel, I thought, oh yeah, it's not like this is going to turn into a business or anything. This is just YouTube. And so I chose Superwoman, which is proof that I didn't think it was going to go anywhere because that's a bad business choice. Yeah, but it ended up being something very positive because, you know, as we both know, women are not paid as much as men and women have, you know, millions left the workforce last year. Just in general, you know, women need more heroes. Yeah, it was a little bit of the idea that you could be your own Superwoman. That, that's what really yeah. helped me is that, hey, I could be confident enough to make videos and I could be confident enough to go onto a stage. And so it really wasn't empowering to me. However, I let go of the name and I go by my real name now, which is Lily. And in, in a beautiful way, Lily is actually more empowering to me now. Everything came full circle for you. What were some of your personal struggles trying to build your online platform? Because you were in YouTube in the early days as well, and then transitioning to having your own show on TV and scaling your business. First and foremost, a lot of things I've done in my life, I've been the first which at first glance can be really exciting. Oh, you were the first? That's so cool. You made history, you got the headlines. Yeah, it is exciting and it's cool. It's also really scary. And it's a lot of pressure because when you're the first, you have the weight of everyone's expectations because you're a lot of people's firsts. You know, when I got my late night show, I was the first South Asian woman to have a show. And so I had, you know, one in four people on this planet are South Asian. That's a lot of people looking at you and thinking, oh, I want her to win. I want her to represent my experience. And that's just simply impossible for someone to do. As one person, I can't represent billions of people's experience and I can't possibly make them all proud. And so being a first so many times in so many ways has been really, really tough. And also just figuring it out as I go. You know, I don't have a background in almost every single thing I do. I have a degree in psychology. Uh, no one in my family is in entertainment. So when I'm like navigating these huge deals with studios and figuring out how to audition, I really do have no one to look back at, especially being a woman of color because so few have done it. And so really just figuring it out and failing and failing and failing and picking myself back up has been the underlying thing of my career. And nothing replaces real experience. We don't know until we know, and then do we really know? And then well, over absolutely. time you, you adjust and experiment, just like you were doing on YouTube. You don't know, oh, this is gonna get a lot of views. People will respond positively this. And put out more and more content, you start to gauge like what the audience is looking for and what you want to deliver. You know, what's really interesting. It's not only that, yes, I agree, your experience is what teaches you the best, but there's something to be said about it feeling a little lonely when you're the only one that has a certain experience and none of your friends can relate and no one in the industry can relate. Like, for example, being a late night host, the only woman in 30 years, when I was going through stuff and there was a bunch of men in the room, which other late night host was I supposed to turn to and be like, give me some advice? <laughs> there was no one. And so you are alone in your experience, 
when you are someone who is paving the path. Absolutely. And your new booklet's called Be a Triangle. What yeah. does it mean to be a triangle? And what are the first steps to doing it? Be a Triangle was a book I decided to write during the pandemic. And I think a lot of people can relate to the experience of that being a tough time. Aside from all of my work going away, all of my travel going away, all my gigs going away, of course, I was confused of what I should do with my time, but it went a little deeper than that. I almost feel like I felt like I had no value I and mean, I didn't feel like a human. I felt like without all of these things, what even is my purpose? Why am I even waking up? And that was a really scary realization to know that every way I define myself and my life is through other things, through jobs and accolades and relationships and people. And when I'm just alone, I'm a shell of a human. I didn't, I didn't want that to be the case anymore. And so I realized that the solution to that is building a strong foundation of who I am, what I want out of life and what my values are. And this is work we were never encouraged to do as kids. You know, you give me a school problem or a work problem, I can solve it. You tell me to figure out why I'm unhappy. And I'm like, uh, and I don't want to be in that position. I want to have a strong understanding of who I am. And so when I started Googling strong foundation how to be structurally strong the triangle came up because structurally a triangle is the strongest shape in the world and it doesn't change when you pile upon it it doesn't change from being a triangle it's just a stronger triangle and so i thought that's how i want to build my life i want to make it so that no matter what happens in my day i have a foundation that will not change and that i can build upon and so i decided what does that actually mean the first step was figuring out the things that should be part of my foundation and i concluded it's four things it's a relationship to myself a relationship to the universe understanding distraction and implementing design and those are four things I can always come home to mentally, no matter what is happening in my mind. Now a word from our sponsor. It's time to think about healthcare benefits, especially pharmacy benefits, very differently. Employers need to demand more from their pharmacy benefit manager and expect outstanding financial and health outcomes for their members. Empirix Health is one of the fastest growing healthcare companies in America. It's the most clinically advanced PBM in the country and the only value-based one for seven years running. Personalized healthcare done right without any drug pricing or financial games is what you should expect from a benefits partner. The time is now to reimagine healthcare benefits. Go to EmpiricsHealth.com for more information. I do feel like, especially if you're very ambitious, you're on this wheel. What's the next project? What's the next project? Once you're on this wheel, you kind of don't have time psychologically to take a step back and build the foundation that you're talking about. Like for you, you're so ambitious. It's like the next video. What am I going to come up with next? What am I going to, you know, what am I going to talk about on, on TV next? Like, what are you going to do, do, do? And then the more you do, the more, the less time you're investing in figuring out who you are and building right. that foundation that you're talking about. So I think it's even more common with people who are very ambitious. Absolutely. I think most people, my immigrant parents can definitely relate to this. So when you know in the beginning of your career you have to earn your stripes so you're like sure i'll do the things i don't necessarily want to do the things i'm not passionate about i'll do the gigs that are free i'll do all the things to get to a place where then i can call the shots and i can do what i care about and that's the goal we know that's the goal but we get so caught up in this race that we will do it for a lifetime without realizing that we've reached the place that that's that, that's a goal that's where i was when do you learn how to accept yourself for who you are instead of what other people want you to be particularly difficult because you know i started on social media and social media is the number one place where people People who have never met you will tell you who you are. And that was a really tough pill for me to swallow, mostly because I gave them the permission to do it. See, the reality is people are not going to stop doing that. As ideal as I want to be, I'm, there's never going to be a social media app where people are all nice and friendly all the time. It's not going to happen. But what I can change is giving people the permission to do that. And so what I've worked on through my book is really assigning value to certain things. And social media was a big one. So the value I assign to social media is that it is a tool. It is often a tool I use for work, sometimes for expression, but that is what it is. It is not a tool meant to define me. It is not a tool meant to value me. It is a work tool. 
so often I've let the tool use me, but now I use the tool. And so I've kind of just associated certain values of things. And I've really believed that like, hey, I see you saying mean things to me on the internet, but I'm a human being that deserves context, that knows who she is. That is the value I have of myself. I don't give you the permission to actually tell me who I am. You can keep saying it, but I'm no longer accepting it as something that's valuable to me. It goes back to you being superwoman. You know, you can rise <laughs> above that. Can't harm superwoman, can't harm, you know, Wonder I mean, you woman, might be right? able to. You, you might, <laughs> you might upset me for a small while, but again, I'll go back to this place spiritually. That's my foundation. And I'll the work core. through the fact that no, I actually don't give you value to do this. I love that. And what's your best piece of career advice? I have been thinking a lot about what my purpose is. And I think my purpose, the answer to what my purpose is aligns really well with this question. Because I think my purpose is actually to disrupt. Not for the sake of disrupting, but because better things can come out of systems being broken. Systems that don't work for everyone. I got into the entertainment industry without an agent, without a casting director, without any gatekeeper. I did it on YouTube. I continue to disrupt things everywhere I go. So my best piece of career advice is just that. It's that yes, there has always been a way things happen. And there will be a gang of people that tell you this is how things work and this is how they're typically done and this is the template and it can't be changed and I encourage everyone to question those templates and how things have been done because the reason things have been done the way they've been done is no one's been brave enough to do them a different way and when you do them a different way you realize that there actually could be a better smarter way so I would say disrupt break the mold don't be afraid to break the rules that don't benefit who you are as a unique individual thank you so much for sharing your wisdom Lily to follow her journey you can read her book be a triangle and find her on Facebook YouTube Instagram and Twitter where she shares her appearances, comedy, philanthropy, and inspiration. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Shawbell. And please remember to rate and review the Five Questions podcast on iTunes. <laughs>